no is not a dirty word. Think of it like this. If you were to look at your life and say, you know what? I feel like my life is pretty full. Like, I don't think I have a whole lot of margin professionally or personally. I have some and I have the right amount or I don't have enough at all. If that's you, if someone comes to you and asks you to do something and you say yes, how are you going to do that and still keep that perfect amount of margin you have? You're listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast a show where we invite leaders to have courageous conversations about the journey of leadership, work, and culture. Let's go. Welcome back to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Carr. Thank you so much for joining us again as we get to have another courageous conversation about work, leadership, and life. And today we're going to spend a little bit of time on the life part of that conversation, although work will certainly be a part as we talk about living a blended life and what that looks like. But first, just a word of thanks, as always, to you all for listening. For those of you who send notes and give us your feedback, we greatly appreciate that. We would love to hear from you. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can do that at academy at lci1.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn or Instagram as well. We always love to hear from you. And thank you to those of you who subscribe and uh, rate the podcast. That greatly helps us. And so we appreciate that. If you haven't done that, it would mean the world to me if you would take just a couple minutes wherever you get this podcast and rate us and review us. We would greatly appreciate that. So today we're going to talk about living a blended life. And and it really comes from this idea of work-life balance. And what does that really mean? And what does that really look like? Now, I am a firm believer that work-life balance is a myth, that there really is no such thing as balance, right? When you think about balance, picture a teeter-totter and think of it perfectly horizontal, where it's perfectly in balance, Now ask yourself, how many times is that picture the picture you think of when you think about your work on one side and your life on the other? And the fact that we even separate work and life, um, that's a problem because I want my, my work to be fulfilling for my life in its entirety. As we lead people, we should want their work to be fulfilling in their lives. So they shouldn't be separated anyways. But you know, as well as I do, that aside from that flaw, even if we were going to separate them, that it is never in perfect balance. It is always tipped one way or the other. Think of it like this. In the middle of your workday, if you got a phone call that something happened to your significant other or happened to your children, you would be gone, even though technically you should be on the work side of the teeter-totter. So we're at work. It's a work day. It's work hours. So you should be at work. You know that's not the case. Inversely, the flip side is true. How many of you have ever checked email after hours when you shouldn't be at work? You should be on the life side of the teeter-totter. All of us have done that. So I don't think there's any such thing as work-life balance. I think it's way more a blend. I think there's a blend of the two and you want it blended well, like a really good Arnold Palmer, not too much iced tea, not too much lemonade, just the perfect amount. And that's what our life should look like with work and with everything else we do. It should be a blend and it should be blended in such a way that it's a drink we enjoy drinking all of the time. And so I want to think about that because we don't really balance things very well. We also don't do two things at once very well. Um, 
There is no such thing as multitasking. Multitasking was a word created when computer when scientists looked at a computer that was designed and could process two things at the same time. And they said, what do we call that? And they said, well, you call it multitasking. And somehow that got transferred to us. Your brain does not multitask. Your brain does what is called switch tasking. You switch back and forth from one task to the other. Yes, some of you may switch tasks better than others, but nobody can do it as effectively as just focusing on one task. And so we think about our lives and we think we can have lots of things going on at the same time and we call it a balance and it's really not, it's a blend. And so I wanna look at the word blended because I think we should all strive for living a blended life, blended, B-L-E-N-D-E-D. And I wanna give you a thought for each one of those letters. So seven thoughts on how to live a more blended life. So here we go. This is the B in blended and it's that breaks are necessary. You need to take a break from the work, from the thing that consumes the majority of your time. We spend the majority of our waking hours at work, doing work, and we need to take a break. You cannot work seven days a week for infinity. Yes, there are times when you have to put in a lot of hours. No, you cannot put in in that many hours for weeks on end, for months on end. You will burn out. Breaks are necessary. You need to stop doing that and doing something else. Now, from a faith standpoint, it's a religious standpoint. People would call it a Sabbath, right? We're going to take a Sabbath. Um, Sunday is a Sabbath. It's a day of rest or Saturday. If you're, if you're, um, if you're a practicing Jew, that that is a day of rest and we're going to take a Sabbath. Now, I don't know if you want to call it that or not, but I'm a firm believer that everybody needs something like that. I read a, uh, a book one time and the best way they describe Sabbath, and I think this is something you could embrace. Stop doing that which is necessary and start doing that which gives life. Let me say it again. Stop doing that which is necessary and start doing that which gives life. That means if you enjoy mowing your grass, mow your grass. Stop doing that which is necessary and stop and start doing the things that give life. You will have a more blended life if you can look at your life and figure out where do I need to do some things that actually give me life? Where do I need to pick up that hobby? Where do I need to just maybe rest more and not do anything at all? Whatever it is, breaks are necessary. So here's the L in blended, lean on others. We need to learn to lean on other people. We do not have to always do it ourselves, whether it's in our professional lives or our personal lives. In our professional lives, delegation is a great thing when it's done well and it's done with the intent of freeing up your time to work on more important things and helping the person you're delegating to to grow in their competency to take on more. As a general rule, if somebody can do something 80% as good as you can, let them do it. We know nobody can do it 100% as good as you can and no one can do it as fast and it's just easier if you do it yourself. Yes, I'm being sarcastic. We need to learn to delegate. What are the things you're doing that you don't need to be doing that you shouldn't be doing? Because somebody else can do it. They probably could do it better. They could probably do it faster. And it's not necessarily even your best skill set. Or maybe it is and you just really like it, but it's not part of your job, but you don't want to let it go and you brought it with you from the old job. You need to let it go. You need to learn to lean on others. It's one way that you're going to be able to find more space and time for the things that truly are important. E, 
The first E, everything is permissible, but not beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not beneficial. Can you do it? Absolutely. Should you do it? Mm, different question. You have to know what is best for you and what are the things that you absolutely should be doing that are most beneficial to you professionally and personally. What are those things that will continue to drive you towards what is most important to you? I'll go back to what I've said before on multiple podcasts. What are you chasing? What are you after? What is your purpose? What is your mission? What is your why? Whatever you want to call it, what is that? And if what you're going to do doesn't get you closer to that, don't do it. Sure, you could, but is it really most beneficial for you? Sure, you could join that 17th Fantasy Football League, but should you? Is that what's most beneficial when you tell me your family is important and you want to make sure you're spending time with them? Everything is possible, but not beneficial. That leads right into the end. This idea that no is not a dirty word. No is not a dirty word. Some of you are really, really good at saying no. Like you don't ever say yes to anything people ask when they ask you to do things. Other of, others of you, you haven't said no in a decade. And whatever comes along, you just say yes and you just say yes. And it continues to eat margin out of your professional life. And it, eat marg it eats margin out of your personal life. And your plate is full and it is heaping and it's overflowing. And you actually like to brag about it on social media, about how busy you are and running from this meeting to this board meeting, to this event, to, to coaching this kid's uh, team, to participating in whatever it is you're doing. No is not a dirty word. Think of it like this. If you were to look at your life and say, you know what? I feel like my life is pretty full. Like, I don't think I have a whole lot of margin professionally or personally. I have some and I have the right amount. Or I don't have enough at all. If that's you. If someone comes to you and asks you to do something and you say yes, how are you going to do that and still keep that perfect amount of margin you have? You're not. You're not. Let me give you a challenge. Be careful about what you say yes to in the next week. In fact, don't say yes to anything that requires your time unless you're going to say no to something you're already doing. If you're not willing to give something up, don't take on more. No is not a dirty word. It's perfectly okay to look at someone and go, you know what, man, that is a great opportunity. But right now with where I'm at in my life, I just don't have the time or the energy or the resources to commit to it. So I need to say no. FOMO. Have you heard of FOMO? Fear of missing out. Like you say yes to everything because you don't want to miss out on anything. And the problem is, is when you miss out, when you don't miss out on anything, what you really lose is everything as it relates to your sense of having any type of blended life. Everything is permissible, but not beneficial. And no is not a dirty word. Some of you, you need permission to say no to the next thing that comes along. This is me giving you permission to say no to the next thing that comes along. All right. The D, the first D is do more for others. Now, yes, I know I just talked about creating margin and saying no. And now you're like, what the heck? Now you're telling me to do more for others? How does that work? Here's what I mean. Where in your life right now are you serving without any expectation in return? 
Where are you volunteering? Where of where are you giving of your skills, your talents, and your resources to those less fortunate, to an organization that could really use it, but they can't afford to pay you? Where are you doing more for others? There is piles and piles of scientific research about the value of serving other people, of just doing something with no expectation in return. And I'm going to tell you that to live a true blended life, you need to be doing something for other people. Now, not at the expense of that margin that we just talked about, but maybe it is at the expense of that bowling league. Maybe it is at the expense of uh, another travel team for your kids. Where are you serving others who are less fortunate without any expectation of return? You're only doing it because you have been blessed with gifts and resources that others could benefit from. Do more for others. E, the final E, keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. Well, what's the prize, you ask? That is a great question that I can't answer for you. Only you can answer the prize. Go back to remembering what's most important. Go back to knowing what you're chasing. What is your purpose? What is your why? I keep coming back to it because I think it's really important. But you have to keep your eyes on the prize because when you keep your eyes on the prize, you'll absolutely say no to some of those things. When you keep your eyes on the prize, you'll recognize that you have gifts and abilities where you can do some things for other people. So keep your eyes on the prize. Why? And here's the final D. Because your days are numbered. Your days are numbered and so are mine. Life is short. And let's be honest, if you left your job today, within a month, maybe sooner, they would have you replaced and life would go on. And within a year, nobody would even remember you did the job. And they think the new guy or the new person is doing so much better. And if you think that's not true, I guarantee it might, even if it's not a year, I bet in five years or I bet in 10 years, unless someone were to scroll through your LinkedIn profile, they're not going to remember what you were doing because we all move on and we will all be replaced by somebody else that will continue to move things forward. Personally, your days are numbered. Life is short. You know that and I know that. You may have genetics on your side and say you're going to live to 100. Congratulations. Do you know what happens when you get to 100 or 101? Like your days are numbered. Keep your eyes on the prize. I think if you're going to live a truly blended life, you have to recognize where do you need to take a break? Where do you need to lean on other people? Remember that everything is permissible, but you really don't need to necessarily do it all. And no is not a dirty word. If you truly want to live a blended life and feel like that, make sure you do more for other people. And at the end of the day, man, keep your eyes on the prize because your days truly are numbered and life is short. And when you look back on it, you're not going to remember all the amazing things you made. You're going to remember the way you impacted people. And I think if you can do those things, I think you'll start living a life that feels a little more blended. It doesn't feel like work or that one area of your life is taking up so much that the entire drink is spoiled because so many of us have a drink in our hand that is just spoiled because it's not well blended. And I think it's important for us to live well-blended lives. I think it's important for us as leaders to make sure that we live, help our people live well-blended lives. You know when they've been putting in long hours, days on end, and you need to send them home early. And yes, the operational production chart would tell you don't send them home early. But your heart tells you you need to send them home early. Listen to your heart. 
because you want to help them live a well-blended life. If you can help them live a well-blended life, they will bring their best to you all of the time. But if you don't and you simply just push them and push them and push them until they burn out, they will burn out and eventually they will leave. Even the good ones will leave because they see no end in sight for needing a change. Be the leader that helps facilitate that in their lives. That, I think, is how you can live a blended life and live it well. Okay. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components, Inc. As always, thanks to Eternity Bro for the theme music, our executive producer, Michael Yoder, and the Simply Fantastic team over at Truthwork Media. Until next time, I'm your host, Dustin Carr, reminding you to think differently, lead courageously, and live passionately. See ya. See ya.